Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Hey, I am super excited. Super excited. We're getting the it's the you know it's the start of the week, and I just like starting things off on a good foot. Uh, we are running a half hour late today, so uh, I apologize for any inconvenience that might have caused everybody. We had a bit of a uh, issue here with our uh, our electric uh, system. I. I I won't get into all the details, but it's fine now. The guys came out. The guys and gals, I don't know. I, I just saw some guys, but I totally could have been some guys and gals. I don't know. The people came out. How about that? Um, uh, and they fixed it, and all is well, and we are cooking with grease, Sadie. We are cooking with grease. We, um, we have got a great guest on today. I am a big fan of her music. Uh, I got uh, her press package I don't know, about a month ago, and, and it, I was just blown away. Uh, I watched your video, and, um, of course, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is when the, these uh, cool guests come in and whatnot, um, and, and I see, like, just a piece of, like, one of their videos or something, invariably I will go down a rabbit hole of, you know, just hours and hours of uh, everything I can get my hands on. And uh, these deep-dive uh, YouTube uh, adventures, and I'm just, I, I did that with our, our guest today and uh, listened to a lot of her music, and I was just blown away. Just blown away consistently, uh, and I think you will be as well. Um, she is a indie pop shoegaze artist uh, by the name of Cat Bells, and I'd like to welcome her to the show today. Cat Bells, how are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited Absolutely. to be here. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely, absolutely. As I mentioned, um, you know, indie indie pop, shoegaze. Um, I love in your your write up um, that your press people had put together. It, it said, um, what was it? It was uh, "Sad Girl," like like indie pop "Sad Girl" music. And um, I I'm a sucker for that. You know, I I uh, it was I just love that kind of stuff. You know, we were talking a little bit. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we had the most fascinating conversations off mic. Um, I should really record those and like put out, put them on my Patreon or something. But um, but I don't. Um, other cool stuff on there. Anyhow, what I we were talking about school when I was I had, she had grown up in New England. She had mentioned, and um, I was college in uh, old Beantown a million years ago back in the day. And uh, one of the things I really got into when I was in school, and I'm going to date myself for a bit. It was the '90s. Um, was the whole Britpop scene. Oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. Cat Bells. Every time I went to a club, I'd be sucking my cheeks in and, um, you know, just desperately wanting to be from uh, London or something. Um, couldn't do the accent. Wasn't any good with the accent. But, but I tried to be pale. Wasn't that good at that. But anyhow, I loved that, and that invariably led me to other types of uh, music, like shoegaze and whatnot. And uh, I just loved that whole scene. 
something. And it's cool that somebody's making music like that today, you know? It's still around. <laughs> I love it. Now, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it said that you uh, started writing music when you were a kid, right? Like, like seventh grade, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Holy I did. I <laughs> definitely um, taught myself guitar at like 12 and um, soon after just, you know, playing around trying to write my own songs and poetry and put, you know, different thoughts and poetry to music. So, yeah, definitely some of my first songs were in middle school and I still have them, you know, in notebooks today. It's pretty funny, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you know, the uh, it, that remind I was uh, what was I doing? I was reading some article or watching an interview, or I think yeah, was I reading it? I, it doesn't matter. I can't remember. Anyway, somebody uh, was interviewing uh, Adele's music school teachers, and um, they said, you know, how, what was that like? You know, being teaching Adele of all people. I mean, this woman, this teacher of hers, was incredibly honest, and I, it was fascinating to me because she said. Um, she said, well, when she first came, she was horrible. Horrible. Couldn't write a song. It was just terrible. And uh, so, you know, we all kind of like, well, this is probably ain't going to go very far, you know. But see, it made me sense. <laughs> and then she said, we had um, summer break, and, uh, you know, everybody went home and whatnot. And apparently Adele had fallen in love, like the, like the heart first big love, you know. And uh, that didn't work out. <laughs> And uh, had the first big heartbreak, you know, the the whole country music style heartbreak, you know, where it really <laughs> those first ones really hurt, baby. Um, yeah. Don't forget those. But anyway, apparently she came back to school and was just like the Mozart of writing uh, pop songs that you know she she had some rocket fuel to work with. <laughs> and um, when I was reading your write up. It said that you were dealing. They were you were writing about your middle school heartbreaks, and I'm like, oh no, that's bad. That's bad. I don't know. Girls had heartbreaks uh, at that age. I thought they just caused them. Um, but, you know, oh. That was my own experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember a a person in particular that broke your heart way back in seventh grade? Well, you know, I think middle school actually with heartbreak it it's a little bit more broad in the sense of um, heartbreak in many ways, heartbreak um, in like home life and heartbreak in dealing with people at school and heartbreak. So there was definitely heartbreak on many different levels um, during those years. And I think that that kind of um, encapsulates that kind of (laughs) reference for sure. Not so much as someone, but also as something. So yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of the songwriting stems from memories and nostalgia. And I'll, you know, I think a lot of that become very visceral at those years. So, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That's a weird time for, for guys and girls, you know, um, the whole growth and, and, you know, getting into being, becoming a teenager, um, which is just a horrible time period because you're, you're gifted with knowing everything and um, mm-hmm. you can't do anything about it, hardly, you know? <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> no, I, I thought I knew everything. <laughs> I definitely did not. Um, 
You know, some people, I mean, I know some people, they look back at their teen years wistfully. They're like, oh, the good, <laughs> like, people that peaked during high school and stuff. I'm like, geez, that's, yeah. that's your go-to in your mind? High school for good times? Oh. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> I've known a lot of people oh, like oh. that, and it definitely makes me wonder, what was wrong with me then? If that was, I don't know, was that <laughs> supposed to be the high, the high point? I don't know. <laughs> Definitely I don't was know. not. I, I guess we're <laughs> we're artists. Maybe we're a little different, you know. Um, oh, man. Yeah. For me, college was much more fun than high school. I any, any I'll tell any kids out there listening to this podcast or the live show here. Um, any of you out there, you having trouble in high school and whatnot? Here's my advice, and I'm sure Capels will agree with me. Bide your time. Do the best you can. Um, you'll be out of there. Before you know, in the blink of an eye, it may seem like forever now, but you'll come to a point of perspective where you're like, man, that, that was nothing. I, I could I could do that. You, you're like an old criminal or something. You're like, I can do jail for standing on my head, you know, no big six months. I got it, baby. High school is like that. As soon as you get out and you see the world, you're like, holy, but what was I, who, what was bothering me? You won't even, you know. It's so much better. Um, <laughs> now, Cap Bells, you, have, for, for those not uh, listening, Cap Bells has since relocated uh, from New England uh, in those, those crazy mm-hmm. high school days to the, out to the West Coast, uh, you know, the land of Oz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you like it? Yeah. Compared you know, to those, those times. Yeah, the times are better, but I think there's definitely a big part of my heart that's still there as far as, um, you know, I'm constantly searching, I think, for something here that I can't find and doesn't exist. Um, You know, Mm. I'm always longing for more trees and more green and rivers (laughs) and lakes. And, you know, I drive down the street and I'm looking around and it's just, yeah, it's so different in every in every sense, it is, yeah, it's the exact opposite. It's so different. I miss the rain. I miss the snow. I miss the leaves. I miss, I miss so much that, yeah, it's, it's hard. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I can't say that I'm 100% sold on it as much as there's a lot of it that I like. I wish that I could, like, create a perfect combination of both. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, every place <laughs> has its charm and its detractions. The weird thing about Southern California um, is that you you have to, if you want weather, you want seasons or anything like, or a change thereof, it involves a car. Uh, You have to go for a drive at least a couple hours, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you been up to, uh, like, Big Bear, that that neck of the woods and whatnot? Yeah, I have, and I love it up there, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Uh, I tell you, the first time I went up there, I was, I was with my uh, my ex, and we went up for and a friend, and we went up for a, a weekend, and you know, rented a little cabin and whatnot. I wound up buying a cabin up there. Uh, just oh from my god! Being there it was so great. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was, it was again, this was back in the day. Things were very different then. Um, you know, I, I I bought this little cabin. I think my mortgage payments on it were like, I don't know, $42 a month or something, you know, plus insurance. 
Uh, it was so cheap. And I, I actually rented the thing out, like, because I'm not a big winter person. And mm-hmm. uh, notorious up there for skiing and snowboarding and stuff. I, I get like mm-hmm. $700 a week for that place. Um, it was wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, a good deal, babe. That's a lot of kitty litter. Cat bells with a lot of kitty litter. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Very happy with that. Uh, but another <laughs> great area, too, you might check out if you have a, a spare weekend and, uh, you know, if you've got somebody significant in your life and you guys want to get away for the uh, uh, the weekend, is head up to, uh, like, Big Sur. That, well, when it's not on fire, um, you know, when it's safe. Yeah. And um, that neck of the woods in Northern California is just outstanding as well. Um, can't be beat. Yeah, can't be beat. I've only been up there once, but it was so beautiful. I have to, um, I have to go back for sure. So, oh yeah. No, do, yeah. You, do your your folks and everybody still live out in uh, New England? Do you go out there like holidays and stuff, or do they come see you? Yeah, I have. Um, everyone else is still back east, um, so typically go back a couple times a year but haven't pandemic and now in a while so you know yeah so that's been hard too so hopefully you know looking towards spring or summer would be nice very cool very very cool well i hope all your people all your tribe were okay and whatnot yeah thank you the pandemic oh my gosh what a crazy thing (laughs) I never saw it coming, Capos. I never saw it coming. And I'm pretty good at this kind because I'm old. You know, I've seen a lot. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, this is happening again. Gotcha. Uh, you know. Yeah, no. But the thing is, is, I didn't see that with the pandemic at all. I, I And I was, I got worried. I didn't get worried until they, until everything got closed down. I was at Disney with my wife at Epcot. Oh, wow. In uh, Florida here. Yeah, when they and everybody was freaking out looking at. I remember we were at dinner at a fancy restaurant, um, one of these Japanese places where they cut up everything on the grill in front of you, you know, and you're sitting with a bunch uh-huh. of people. And um, yeah. yeah, so we're sitting there, and I don't use a cell phone, not for any cool reason or anything, ladies and gentlemen. It's I'm <laughs> cheap, and I'm always with my wife, and she has a cell phone. So, you know, why do I need one? <laughs> um, but everybody was looking at their phone. And, uh, you know, I asked my wife, her name's Danny. I said, Danny, what the hell's going on? You know, I whispered. I'm like, this is like out of a movie. What did, did Hydra just announce themselves? I mean, what's going on? What's happening? <laughs> and um, she's looking at her phone, you know, and she's like, yeah, Disney just announced they're closing the park. And I'm like, we got to get the hell oh. out of here. Disney's walking away from money. <laughs> this is Something's for real. Wrong. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, because I, I didn't yeah. even take it serious before. I was like, eh, that'll blow over, you know. Give me a break. Yeah. I didn't get Ebola. I'm okay. Not yeah, I worry. think it was hard for anyone um, to under, understand what was coming. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I wasn't so much worried about, like, getting sick. That wasn't that, just that, you know, I'm a guy, you know. Oh, we get sick. Well, we're over in a day or two, you know. We'll sleep it off. It'll, it'll be fine. What I was worried, because I've seen too many movies, I was worried about, like, roving gangs of, um, you know, anarchists coming to take my stuff. That was what, <laughs> you know, I was, me and my dog were on patrol, we were, like, going around the yeah. house. <laughs> oh, man. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. 
this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Yeah, now, the big uh, question, speaking of cats, does Cat Bell, do you have a cat or cats? I, yeah, or, I, no. I do have a cat. I do. And, and a dog. Um, and oh, I, yeah, well, I love I love animals. So not just cats. I love all animals. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. 
I am a big animal person too. We have cats and a, and a dog as well. Um, that's Aww. very, very cool. No, yeah. I, I love the whole thing with cat bells. No, let's, because um, I know the audience wants to know uh, the, the whole thing, meaning, well, not only just the music, but the brand and, and all of your social media and whatnot as well. Um, it's <laughs> great. We have links, ladies and gentlemen, to all things cat bell uh, from Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> on down the list. And she's got a very convenient. Uh, if you look at if you look at our show page, um, it, you'll see like everything listed, and then you'll see an LT, and what that stands for is link tree, and that's great. That is, Cap Bells, you have no idea how many people don't use one of these, um, and it's it's so smart. It's such a good thing because it gets people to wear everything that you want them to get to, you know. Um, yeah. Any up and coming bands out there, get a link tree. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Won't regret it. Anyhow, we yeah, uh, Cat has one of those. Yep, they're very convenient to have. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, anyway, where did the name Cat Bells come from? How did this come about? Kind of, not specifically because I love cats or anything, but um, I do love maps, and I was just on Google Maps, literally searching around the world for fun because I like to do that for some reason and um, ended up in like the Lake District in England and was just looking around and came across Catbells, which is actually um, a really popular um, hill mountain up in the Lake District. And I was like, that is such a weird name. Why is it called Catbells? And um, I started just kind of like reading about the area and there's this like mystery of possibly wild cats used to roam these hills and I don't know it just sounds so mystical and magical and I love England I love music from England um I that you know just that whole vibe and scene really like connects with me and um yeah when I read that and just kind of about the history of the area and it just it just connected it was just kind of like literally a bell went off in my head I was like oh cat bells Nice, nice. Uh, well, that's fantastic. That's that's very good. See, if if you get in the high machine, you got to go to Boston in the mid nineties and <laughs> hang out and go to the um, the Britpop Club. You would have loved it, man. You would have loved it. I know. It. I need to go. Um, need to go back in time. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It was weird. It was the thing with Boston, which was very weird at that time, is every scene was like to the extreme. Like my goth friends, like I had. You know, I was, I'm from Detroit originally. That's where I grew up, Metro Detroit. Uh-huh. And um, you'd see kind of goth industrial people. They'd wear, like, black shorts and a black T-shirt and boots and go out, you know, and maybe some black lipstick, and that was goth. Um, <laughs> when I hit Boston, especially at art school, you'd go. I remember going to a goth club one time uh, for the first time, and all the girls were in these, like, gone-with-the-wind hoop skirts and vampire makeup and the whole thing. You know, it was to the extreme. And the uh, the Britpop scene was kind of like that as well. You you were like in an Austin. It looked like you'd go to these clubs and you'd be in an Austin Powers movie. Every the girls were in you know like footless tights and little dress you know short dresses and stuff. And all the guys had that kind of mop hair, uh, that mop top haircut going. It was just very. I've never been to another town where people were the extreme was like that uh, in in scenes. You know. Um, yeah. I loved it though. 
Love uh, that. Yeah. Well, no. that's cool. Now, have you <laughs> been to? Um, I would imagine after seeing that, uh, you know, on Google, on the maps, you, mm-hmm. you amateur geographer, you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You'd probably want to go. Have you had a chance to get over there and maybe go firsthand to the hills? No, I mean I have I have been to England, but not recently, and certainly not since um, kind of creating and starting Capels. So I would love to go over there. Hopefully, I mean that would be a dream for sure. Nice, nice. Well, you know, you never know if we, yeah. uh, you know, if we can get our. Uh, get the uh, the creepy crawlies of the world under control, maybe we can all start traveling again. Wouldn't that be nice, know. you know? Uh, that, yeah, that would be lovely. Scientists, I'm looking at you. I know you've been working hard at it, but you got to, you know, put in that extra ship. We we need to get this thing knocked out. Um, yeah. Well, I'm saying. Anyhow, because cat we got to get her to England. That's the thing, man. Yes, please. Uh, well, cool. <laughs> That's the goal, baby. That's a, let's, get, let's start a, uh, what is it called, a crowdfunding to get Cat Bell to England. How about that? How about that? I got $5 yeah. I'd throw at it. Um, very, very cool. Now, we're going to play your latest single, uh, which is Same As You. Now, is mm-hmm. Same As You is out, right? You People can... Can pick this up. We, we've got links to uh, to it on the the link tree here, I believe, right? Yeah, it's on it's Spotify. Out, it's, on, it's on Spotify. The videos on YouTube, um, and I'm actually re-releasing the song tomorrow um, as part of a little, I guess, a little EP. Just putting it out with um, enough two other songs, right. just like again. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So that'll be tomorrow on Spotify if you want to listen to it as like a little grouping of songs but otherwise the single is out um so yeah very cool very cool well let's play it and then we'll talk about it i and i want to talk about the video the video is great it's fantastic um here it is everybody this is cat bell check it out you're gonna love this i'm telling you i did i was hooked (laughs) as soon as i heard it um this is same as you check this out It's, it's fantastic here it is Walking 
a track, ladies and gentlemen. What a track. That was Same As You by Campbell's. By Campbell's. Same As You. Campbell's uh, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Thank you. Oh, thank you so yes. much. That means a lot. Obviously, thank you. you know, you're a professional musician and whatnot, and, you know, you, you know your craft inside and out. It's, it's obvious from, from listening to your music and whatnot. Um, I'm not in the music business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people and stuff. Been doing that a long time. And um, But I'm fascinated with music and, and tracks because you can really connect so quickly. I mean, you can take somebody and really just kind of, you know, push them up against the wall and give them a smooch or a slap, as the case may be, with your art, um, which is hard to do with painting. Uh, it's difficult, mm-hmm. uh, I find. Um, so I'm, I'm always very jealous of my musician friends and whatnot, and I'm fascinated um, by your your palette that you work with um, and all the uh, – but one of the things I've found, I've, I've talked to a lot of musician friends. I have a lot of uh, people I know that are in the music business. Uh, one of the things I always ask is um, with my paintings, people see the end result. They say, oh, nothing was on TV last night. He just knocked that out, you know. And I, I wish that were the case all the time. <laughs> what they don't see, because they see the finished product. What they don't see mm-hmm. is me cursing and swearing and wanting to throw it in the street um, before <laughs> it gets to be that finished. Sometimes they fight real hard, you know. Uh, and I, I've asked my musician friends this, you know, does that happen with music? And uh, they say, oh, yeah, sometimes it does, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But when I hear same as you, it's so so finished and polished and whatnot, and just, just just great. I can't tell. Did that one fight when you when you made it, or did it just come? Yeah, did it that come one easy? is. That one, I have to say, it did actually come relatively easy in the sense that um, it just kind of popped into my head. Um, starting with the first verse and I just had this verse and it just kept playing in my head and playing in my head, but I wasn't really sure where it was going to go until I kind of just like sat down and just wrote it out. Um, And it just all kind of came really quickly after that. Um, I think one of the most fun parts of making that song in the studio was um, getting to the end part and bringing in those kind of background vocals, which I had never really done on any of my previous songs. Um, so that was really fun because I just heard this like chorus of parts going together and kind of building and so that it became like these three different parts doing totally different things. And I hadn't really been able to make that happen before. And so it was really exciting to do that. And That's I really cool. love that part. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www dot jamierocks dot us www dot j a m i e r o x x dot us My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. 
I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another, a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. that just amazes me, you know, and I'm a big sucker. I, I started reading all of this, um, you know, watching videos on production and whatnot. And again, I'm not in the music business. I will never use any of this stuff, but I find it fascinating. You know, I, I was just reading a book on, um, on Motown and they were talking about uh, the Supreme song reflections. And I never noticed, I mean, it's a cool song. It's a Motown song, whatever. I, I dig it. I'm from Detroit. You know, you have to like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of one of those things. Yeah. It's like being from Boston in the cars, you know, you, 
Yeah, yes. forgiven. Everybody was far, <laughs> you know. Anyhow, um, I was reading this, and they were saying, yeah, in the studios, uh, the Funk Brothers, who, who produced that, they were like, we wanted some interesting sounds. So they they needed something that was more, like, thick that sounding, they were saying, than a tambourine. So they got snow chains off their car, mm-hmm. and they were, like, shaking them in the studio, recording that, you know. And if you listen to the song, once you hear that and see it in your mind, you, you always hear it. You're, like, picturing these guys shaking chains in a studio. Um, but that's cool. So you were doing different multi-track uh, background with you. You're the backup singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it was really fun. And, um, yeah, definitely – a favorite part of mine once it gets to that point just kind of builds so but I'm gonna have to uh definitely try some snow chains in the future that's <laughs> this is very you won't find um, you won't, maybe if you go to Big Bear yeah <laughs> go out, where the hell is my snow chains at yeah what the hell are you talking about this isn't burning man area that's out in the desert I don't know what to tell you man uh <laughs> the snow chains are gone. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, let me ask you this. Now, it, I know that you also play piano as opposed to, uh, in addition to the guitar, not opposed to, but in addition to the guitar. Yes. When you're writing your your music, do you primarily write with uh, guitar or piano? Um, mostly guitar. So, or even sometimes. Okay. Yeah, sometimes even nothing. It's just the melody is in my head more, or I really? can just kind of, yeah. And then sometimes it's then putting what I already have to chords and actually trying to fit it to something that it works really well with and finding the right chords underneath the melody that I already kind of have going kind of in an acapella way, I guess. Um, so that's always kind of challenging and fun too, like, because that's when I can play with keys and make sure that what I'm, hearing you know we is in the right you know range and that's just kind of where all the kind of technical stuff happens but usually um it's either with a guitar or just acapella and then put two chords well that's amazing that's amazing and it doesn't surprise me too because your music so well um i i have a friend of mine who is swedish he's a swedish uh musician um been Uh in a couple really big band uh big name bands uh, back in the day and whatnot. Anyway, we were talking one day, and I had asked him, I said, I said, I don't know what's in the water in Sweden. It seems like you guys just wake up and knock out a pop song, you know, a good <laughs> pop song. I said, it's amazing. Um, you know, blows me away. Something's got to be in the, the drinking water or something. And he laughed, and he goes, you know, he goes, it's very <laughs> simple. He goes, uh, he goes, in my case, he said, I don't have, especially when I was younger, didn't have a lot of money. And guitar, once you have an acoustic guitar, you have that investment, maybe strings every so often, you know, if you don't get crazy with it. Um, he goes, but you have an instrument that you don't have to upgrade with new software like synthesizers and whatnot mm-hmm. and, uh, and plug-ins and stuff. And he said, if I can write a good song that I can play around a campfire and it works, and this guy's music's all synth-based, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's like, you know. Um, uh, you can definitely tell he was influenced by Depeche Mode and all that uh, uh-huh. with, with his, his professional work. But he's like, if I can play it on an acoustic guitar around a campfire and people are digging it and digging the melody, he goes, I know that's a hit. He goes, that's my barometer. 
And he goes, really cool. he goes, and I, he said, I challenge anybody. If you can play your song on a, and I'm on a guitar and you don't need all the tricks of the studio and whatnot. You, you've just mm-hmm. got the, the atomic structure is good. You got it, baby. You got it, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and here you are doing the same thing pretty much from the, from the jump out of the gate, as they used to say. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> that's cool. That's Thank very you. cool. What an ability. Now, do you work every day? Do you um, create every day? No, um, it's not so much like sit down and concentrate on writing a song or thinking too hard about it. I actually feel like when I've tried to formalize it, it doesn't really work as well for for me. Um, I'm definitely better like introspectively writing songs just throughout my day doing kind of mundane tasks and then just letting my mm-hmm. mind wander. That seems to be the best way for me to start something. If I try, it doesn't really happen. <laughs> but if I don't try, it happens better. I hear you. I hear, I'm the same way <laughs> with painting. I, um, people, and it, it stinks because it's, it's weird, to, especially when you do commercial work. You, um, you, know, you have things like deadlines and stuff, and it mm-hmm. has to get done, you know. Um, yeah. But during the pandemic, I took up gardening. I've always got some kind of hobby that I'm doing that's not painting. That it's not even art related, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so I'm in the garden a lot. And uh, like you, you as a young lady working on the family farm, there's always something to do on the farm, uh, you know. There's mm-hmm, there's always a chore to do. And yep. uh, so people often ask me, they're like, so when you have an idea for a painting, you know, do you just like sketch it out right? There? I'm like, well, yes and no. Um, I said, let me put it this way. Before I even put a brush to canvas, I painted that painting about uh, at a minimum six times in my head. You know, I've gone yeah. through it. Um, I know where, what we're going to do. And I do that when I'm doing something else, when I'm working in the garden, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm doing the dishes and the thing, just something mm-hmm. my mind can work. Uh, the programs can run. Uh, that's cool. Well, it, you're obviously doing well with that process, so I, I think oh, I'm on the right you. track. <laughs> I'm going to continue to copy, Cat Pals, uh, because, hey, it works. <laughs> you know? Thank you. That's phenomenal. You're very inspiring. Aww. Now, let's get, let's get to the video. Um, you are a bit, you have some, a couple great videos out. Uh, I love Same As You. Um, Thank you. And it's, it's just phenomenal. Let me ask you this, because I always ask my musician friends this, um, and I get about half. The, the results are usually about 50-50 down the middle. I say, do you like uh, the aspect of music videos and, and your work, you know, knocking them out and whatnot? Um, I grew up in the 80s, so, of course, I love uh, uh, music videos to me is like an art form almost. Um, I love watching them, you know. It's just something I've mm-hmm. always grown up with. Um, you are great in them. You're fantastic. <laughs> Let me ask you that question. Thank you. Do you like, is it fun to do or is it a necessary evil? Um, I would say for me, they're fun to do. I feel kind of similar to you in that having um, a visual to the music when it's, you know, there's an artistic element to that. It's, it's really exciting. And I think it can definitely, um, I don't know, it, when, even before, my own music or making music, you know, when I would listen to records or, you know, CDs and 
whatever, I would always have like visuals in my head of other people's music listening to it. You know, it always would be these big like movies inside my own head or like my own music videos to people, other people's songs. So I always saw visual things with, with music. And so um, making my own videos for Cat Bells has been really exciting because I think that um, you can really pull on different things from the music that can make, you know, that can make feelings bigger than sometimes you get just by listening, um, especially maybe if someone's not as visual, giving them a visual can also just further deepen those sentiments that you're trying to relay in your music. So I think music videos are really fun, really fun to make, and I think can be a really important piece of the art as a whole. Yeah, you're fantastic with them. Uh, do you Thank do you, you have are, are you real hands on board with making them, or do you have you know good videographers that you work with and they hear the track and they say, okay, this is what I'm seeing, this is what we're you're going to be doing this, you know, and uh-huh. then they storyboard it out or whatnot. Um, I know yeah, some people they so, they just leave it up to other people. How are you on that that level? Do you? Yeah. So the uh, the first video. Yeah, the first video fade, I um I just found this little cat girl image and it just the the second I saw it it really like I don't know, it just I was like, No, that's it. I was like, I don't know what it is about this image, but I, I just feel something really deeply when I look at this little illustrated character and I actually was able to find the artist who created the image and she lives in Mexico and we just struck up an amazing rapport, um and she was so excited that I had found her image. And through working together, um, you know, she's really um, allowed me to kind of breathe life into this little character. Mm-hmm. She did an illustrated video using the character, and I've used the character in videos that I just created on my own. I have I have no training. I have no idea, actually, anything about <laughs> using iMovie. <laughs> but it's been really fun learning and I have probably the most backwards way of doing things, and anyone who knows the pro- program would probably think I'm absolutely insane how I do it, but it's fun and it's been working. So, um, you know, I feel like if I can there see it, go. I can do it. It just isn't probably the right technical way of doing it. But, um, so the animated videos have been so fun. And then same as you, yeah, that was um, all um, imagery taken just from my iPhone. So there was no proper equipment used um it was wow. all shot on my yeah it was all shot on my iphone and just had this vision for that and a really amazing friend of mine is great with editing so she was able to kind of take all the pieces that i shot and turn it into exactly what i was trying to do but didn't have the capabilities she just had like amazing um vision and was able to take put it all together in a really a great way. So, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of collaboration, but it's, it's just so much fun. I love making the videos. I'm telling you, I am telling you as, as an artist, I remember this was, man, this was way back. I think it was 2001, 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I had this, uh, <laughs> some record company I had never heard of. Um, they were out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, of all places. Uh, never would have uh-huh. pictured the music they put out, I never would have thought they would be in Salt Lake City, but they were. And um, they got a hold of me and they said, hey, this band um, saw this painting of yours and, uh, you know, they're inspired and, and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, they, they want to use it on their album cover, you know. Let, let's, can we That's talk amazing. business? And I thought, um, 
well, I was kind of hard to be around, I imagine, for about a week because I was walking around with my <laughs> dust puffed out, you know, just <laughs> just thought I was the coolest thing since life. <laughs> now it's a Tuesday, you know what I mean? Now it's like, oh, what a pain in the ass. Okay, let me get the form. Um, you know, it's not a big deal. But uh, but then that first time, man, that was just, that was cool. I imagine this lady uh, who had done that image, when you got a hold of her, I can just, I, I can picture her world. You know, her perspective change because it's such a, a big thing, you know, uh, because yeah. here's the thing as painters and artists. I mean, yeah, we know we're cool. You know, I mean, we, we go to a lot of <laughs> cool parties and stuff like that. But musicians, we're not musicians band cool. You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> up the rung a little bit. Um, and when they when when they want to work with you or whatnot, it, it's a cool thing. <laughs> Especially when you're ah. young, you know, it's, it's a big deal. That's so cool. It's a big deal. Yeah. You probably don't know, but you, you really, I'm sure, affected her. <laughs> you Aww. know, I can only imagine. Well, she affected me. That's... I mean, she's amazing. So, yeah, I, I'm so happy that we found each other somehow. It's been really cool. <laughs> That's cool. I hear what you're saying, too, with the technical stuff. It's um, I do all of my, uh, for the show and everything, I mean, People think we have a team that does all the web play. No, it's me. You know, it's me usually <laughs> real, real early in the morning. And, um, you know, and, and, and I know nothing. I, I know nothing. I, I uh, wouldn't even, I don't have Photoshop on my kids. I wouldn't even know how to open it. You know, I wouldn't have any clue <laughs> on how it would work. It's all done with basic programs, you know, um, real I love basic. That. You do a great job. So it looks amazing. Well, you know, but if you look, there's nothing real fancy on that stuff. You know, because my sister-in-law, little Winnie, Winnie's her name, Winifred, we call her Winnie, Uh and uh, she just got a degree in graphics and uh, graphic design and whatnot. And um, Yeah, you know, I I remember her telling me, saying, oh, I want to get into this. And I'm like, you want to deal with a client? Are you kidding me? Um, That's like (laughs) the worst thing in the world. Why would you set yourself up for that? She's great at it. She knows all that stuff, you know. And my wife just recently um, is, is launching a, a website of a, a business. She's uh, another business she's starting um, uh, with uh, one of her business partners. And um, they hired Winnie. And, and Winnie's great because I'll hear her. My wife always uses speakerphone and she's on the computer, you know, when talking to her. Yeah. So I hear the conversation. And Winnie's like, oh, well, that's easy. You just, you know, control all blah, 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 really? You can do that? You know, I'm just blown away. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, the technical people. Now, are you that, when, I imagine when you go into the studio to work, there, do you watch everything? I mean, are you watching people that are, um, you know, uh, doing, like, do you have a basic understanding of, of, oh, well, we want to put this type of gate here and do this and that. I mean, you know what those people are talking about, obviously. Uh- um <laughs> Or not basic so much. Understanding. Not so much. More basic. I but I know what I really? like to hear. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah, cool. I don't, That surprises me a little um, bit because it's. Yeah. Your music's so technical. technical. You know, it's, it's very layered and um, you've got a, a real, I don't know what the word, thick sound, like landscape. It, it, it's like cool, though, you know? It's not gloopy yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, it's real polished. If that makes sense. Yeah. I hear visually, ladies and gentlemen. Um, That's that's cool, man. That's cool. Let me ask you this. 
What's yeah. the time frame on a hit song like Same As You? Like to make it, you mean? Like how long it takes? Yeah, like from conception <laughs> to here we are listening to it. What do you think that, yeah. is that usually pretty quick or um, This song was really fast. This one was super fast. Um, it was, it just, like I said, wrote itself so quickly. Um, and then I was able to kind of get it all um, into the studio that week. And it really just kind of came together wow. super, super quickly. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting because, you know, sometimes it's hard when you have something you're, it's like, you know, you just can't wait to record it. So it's nice when um, things are able to kind of come fall together and all happens relatively quickly. So, yeah. It's, nice. Um, yeah, definitely a faster one well, for sure. Well, that's great. I, I'm telling you, in the painting world, it, things don't often happen that quickly and great. I, it's, <laughs> I celebrate it when they do. It, it, it's such a rarity. Um, I, I'm like, oh, why can't it always be like this? You know, um, yeah, this is fantastic. It's not always I, like that. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I was working on a painting the other day and I, I dumped, a, I have a little, several of them actually, but I have one in particular that I put my brushes in to rinse them out and stuff, you know, put them in the water and yeah. um, wasn't watching what I was doing and I was moving the canvas, knocked it right over on, on a whole oh, painting. I no. just oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, my little my little dog Mei Ling was like, uh oh, she went and hit under the table. I didn't even say anything yet, and she knew. She just she was just like, knew. I'm going in the other room. I'm getting oh. out of it. Yeah, he's I'm gonna sorry. he's gonna be difficult to be around for a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's she's the worst. Cute, I'm so sorry. She, well, after I ranted and raved a minute, I sat in my chair and. She came back in and started giving me kisses on the hand. She's like, you know, in her way. It'll be okay, Papa. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, You know, you can paint it again. It's not a big deal. Um, (sighs) Just put you behind, you know. Anyhow. Anyhow. That's why animals are the best. Oh, I'm telling you. I am telling you. Especially this last year, man. I am. Oh, you know, we've been on the. Pretty big lockdown. We're in we're in Florida though. They don't care about it yet. No, no, no. Everybody shows out, not wearing a mask, all that kind of shit. You know, it's uh. We live in crazy town, you know. I, and I'm in oh Broward County, the Studio 54 of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> me and my wife and all of my friends wear masks and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But um. Oh man, after going out sometimes, you know, you'll see Karens and the, and the likes out, and you just you come home and you're like, I just want to hang out with these animals, uh, my pets. They they are so much better than people um, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, so true. Definitely. Oh, girl, it, <laughs> Applebee's make somebody cry the other day. It was just, are you kidding me? You're oh. an Applebee's. You should be crying. Oh, are you? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy world. So tomorrow is the big day. The EP. Now, does the EP have a specific name, or is it just a, the Cat Bills EP Volume One? <laughs> um, I just called it "Same as You" because it was really just a way to kind oh. of, um, kind of end cap this little. So I, I released a song um, called "It's Not Hard." in September and then same as you in October. And I just felt like they were kind of floating out there in space and didn't have any like 
kind of conclusion to them. They did. So I did actually a cover song of um, Under the Milky Way by the church. And um, so that's kind of great. Yeah. Yep. And I love that song. It's always been a song that's just like kind of something very just mysterious about that song that I love. Oh, yeah. That guitar in there. Oh, yeah. So it's a little acoustic (laughs) version of it. Is that on Spotify right now? It'll be on actually. Uh, well, at midnight tonight, actually, I guess. So, really, I'm listening really to that soon. at midnight. I am, <laughs> I am going to be listening to that tonight. Oh, uh, you, you're speaking my language, yeah. man. That's, a, that's great. Well, folks, on that note, let me tell you, I just get ready because tomorrow when this drops, I'll be reminding everybody, and I'll be blasting this oh. on all of my social media, uh, a direct <laughs> link to the Spotify and whatnot, where you can hear all three of these tracks. Um, we're going to put Same As You on our, our – we have a show playlist that we put all the music guests on and whatnot. So that'll that's on my uh, – and I don't know how people don't know this, but it's on the homepage of my website. If you scroll down a little bit, you've got to scroll down past a couple paintings, and then you'll, you'll see the Spotify playlist. Um, that'll be on there. But, folks, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you dig an indie band or whatnot, add them to your playlist and what – we all have playlists we do on – our streaming services, Pandora and all that, Spotify. Add them, though. It helps a lot, you know. Like and share those those videos, you know. Um, you see a cool video on YouTube, like and share it, man. Put that out on your uh, your Facebook and, and Twitter and stuff, you know. It's, it helps. It helps a lot. It, it, it shakes the pinball machine a little bit, you know, and that, those algorithms <laughs> see that. And, and here's the thing, too, is your friends are going to – if you dig something, your friends are going to dig it because you're friends, man. You guys have similar interests and whatnot. You know, that's why you're <laughs> friends in the first place. Uh, that's how that works, you know. Um, it, it's, it's very, very cool. So, I'll, yeah, I'll be, I'll be blasting that out tomorrow. Um, Thank you. Very cool. Well, Kat, yeah, let me ask you this. Now, I want to hear more, obviously. I'm going to be listening to your music tonight at midnight, uh, that, that, that church uh, cover. Man, I can't wait to can't wait to hear that. Um, are you uh, – every musician I know, they always have, like, a whole bunch of work that they haven't um, polished yet. or, or it, it, But they always – nobody ever goes into this – you know, nobody ever sits around going, well, I got nothing. I have nothing, nothing. I have never <laughs> known a musician to do that. You know, they always have some sort of idea. When can we decide the cover tonight? Do you think you're going to be doing, like – Every month, dropping a single, or you think um, every few months? What do you, what do you, what's the plan? Because I want to hear more. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I have um, because of the pandemic, especially, I've been able to kind of get a bunch of stuff kind of collecting, like you said, just you know, in this mm. you know needs to be completed folder type thing. So I'm really hard like working on that now to try and get some more stuff done. I would love nice. to be able to actually put out a real actual album in the beginning of next year. So I'm trying to solidify that, figure it out. But yeah, um, before that, I'll probably just do a few more singles while I'm kind of <laughs> getting that together. But yeah, that's the goal. Well, that's fantastic. I will be, of course, um, you know, messaging uh, your 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 PR gal Chelsea and um, reminding her that we want you back whenever you um, drop a new single or whatnot um, or Thank whenever. You. Let me put it this way, Cat Belt, you are a fantastic guest. You're so much fun. You can Aww. come back anytime. 
you know? You want to co-host Thank the show you. sometime? Let me know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're great. You're fantastic. So oh, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate you having oh, me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry about the the slow startup and, uh, I don't know, some neighbors were doing some yard work and thought they knew what they were doing or something, I think. But uh, uh, anyway. No worries. Anyway, we had a little power outage, folks, and that's why the show was late. Um, <laughs> nothing to do with Cat Bell. She wasn't picking out new masks or anything. Um, uh, no, no. That's a cool I know you're in the show with that. Now, I love your mask. And it, it, Thank you. It, you have it in all the videos and all your, your press photos and whatnot. It's very cool. It's, it's, it's uh, much cuter than dead Mal, you know. Everybody's got their thing. Um, do you have one mask or do you have several? Um, one main mask, although in the same as you video, I did wear a second mask, and that was really fun. But it felt like a different character. It didn't really feel like me as much. So I would say I the gotcha. main mask is, yeah, <laughs> the orange mask. So. Well, that's yeah. cool. That is cool. <laughs> Boy, it's great music. It's great music, and I love that you're, you. you're making it and whatnot. I'm telling you, this, you. Is, this is the kind of music that's, that's going to go over well in Silver Lake. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> when you're looking for places to play, those, you know, the, is the mint still going on out there? If it is, go talk to those people or have Chelsea or Sweet Talk. Um, that's the place. But it used to be. I don't know if it's still been a while since I've been to L.A. Anyhow, yeah. anyhow, there used to be a fantastic club downtown called Club Makeup. They would have loved your music as well. Oh. Were, uh, uh, yeah, that was a crazy club, too. I remember the first time I went there, it was um, Maryland Night. And this will just tell you, it was a giant old theater with a, a nightclub. For those into the clubbing world, it will just tell you the type of club it was. Um, the first 120 Marylands got in for free. For no cover. <laughs> so you went to this party, and there were hundreds and hundreds of Marylands when you walked oh in. And I'm not talking Manson. Uh, I was the only Marilyn Manson-looking person in there. Uh, but it was uh, it was pretty That's good hilarious. party. But yeah, it's no longer a. That was a lot of fun. Aww, the old Elray Theater downtown LA. Oh, okay. Anywho, uh, well, the That's pandemic cool. will. Hopefully everything will get sorted and you'll be out playing and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, I mentioned it before. We have all these links to uh, everything social media wise, uh, cat bells. And so these links um, here in a second, when we finish up the show, uh, we convert the show to a podcast. That's the, that's the fancy part where we add the ads and everything and the commercials and all that, unless you're uh, <laughs> on my Patreon, then you don't have to listen to those. Um, but uh, those links I mentioned to all the social media of Cat Bells, they follow. So if you're listening to the podcast in the future, say on Spotify or Pandora or something, um, hello from the past. Uh, you know, we appreciate you listening. Um, but those link, click on any of those links and it'll get you right to where you want to go. And uh, those, those stay live uh, with the podcast. Uh, on the various platforms. So it's kind of cool. Very, very cool. Technology, baby, is great when it works. I love it. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear and see more. Your videos are great. Uh, folks, you. I will be posting uh, the Same As You video here directly when we finish up on my social media. And 
yeah, you can check that out if you haven't already. It's it's really really cool. Cat Bell, you know, hey, let me. Uh, I know I said last question, but I want to ask you: Are you doing something for Thanksgiving? What is what is a kitten like you uh, do on Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, I don't eat turkey, <laughs> so huh? I love Thanksgiving though, and I'm excited for a bunch of vegetarian side dishes. <laughs> there you go. And, yeah. So, they make those tofu turkeys. I, I used to date a vegan gal, and um, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah. The stuff she made, man. People say, oh, how can you have vegetarian bacon? I'm telling you, try some before you start turning your nose up bad. It's pretty good. You can, I totally. couldn't tell the difference. It's so good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Was, you know, you got to be a Rockefeller to afford some of the stuff, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, you know, I'm growing all that stuff now, baby.
you know, you want to be cool and sit at the VIP table and not look through the ads, well, you can go to my website, scroll down a bit, you'll get to the uh, Patreon information and find out all about that. Anyhow, that's that, folks. We will see you tomorrow. Hey, we've got a really cool guest tomorrow. Um, we've got a filmmaker. He wrote and directed this amazing documentary about this doctor in um, Ethiopia. And it's interesting because he's the only, like, eye doctor that does cataract surgery for, like, 7 million people in the whole country. And he's curing all these people from, uh, you know, they, they go blind from the cataracts and whatnot. He's solving you know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of these uh, surgeries for free to poor people there. And is really, you know, uh, the stain of the country almost. Um, not being able to see sucks. You know, it's not good. uh, I'll tell you an interesting story tomorrow on that podcast. But tune in for that. That'll be tomorrow afternoon. It's a fantastic movie. It's called The End of Blindness. Uh, Well, documentary, I should say. And uh, we'll be talking to him tomorrow. So very, very cool stuff, folks. Check out Cat Val. Add and like her social media. We'll see you you. next time. Thank you so much, Cat Val. You're cool turned up to 10. <laughs> Absolutely, you. anytime. All right. See you next time, This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks at Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.